0: What would she do? Give her the small bit of yuan she'd made that day, and then tell her husband she'd made nothing? Business was slow because of the weather, but would he believe she hadn't had a single customer? Not likely. The girl stopped calling out, and her tiny shoulders heaved in a silent sigh. She suddenly looked so tired and desperate, prompting a passing woman to pause and dig in her purse, then shake her head. Mary couldn't hear her words, but she knew what they probably were. Sorry, I don't have any change. She'd heard that herself at least half a million times. The woman moved on, and the girl began her chant again, her voice weaker, her expression from afar even more desperate. It wasn't the first time Mary had seen the girl. Perhaps it was the familiar look of hopelessness that had drawn her back for the second day in a row, or possibly even that she felt as if she were looking at herself as she had been so many years ago before her Baba rescued her. Mary knew what it felt like to be passed from gang to gang. It was terrifying. And at that age, you either learned to swiftly swipe a wallet or purse, or you were pushed down to the lowest level of begging and posted on a street for 18 or more hours a day. And that wasn't the only thing the girl would have to do if she remained on the streets. Eventually, she'd be seen as just eye-catching enough to make a buck from lecherous old men. But those were thoughts Mary didn't like to dwell on. Mary's blood boiled when a trio of teen boys walked by the girl and laughed at her. Then one knocked the cup from her hands. It hit the sidewalk. The girl scrambled for it and the coin, but they were too quick for her. She grabbed the cup, but the biggest boy snatched the rolling coin and held it high over her head, then pushed it into his pocket, before leaving her with only the sound of his sarcastic laugh lingering behind him. That was the teaser coin. And Mary knew if the girl didn't make it up, her boss would be furious. Psychology wasn't just for the upper class. Even thugs knew that if a person who had an ounce of compassion heard the clink of one coin, they'd be more likely to add their own contribution. People didn't realize how important that teaser coin was. Stay away, Mary. Don't get involved, she tried to tell herself. Her life was already complicated enough. She couldn't add any more stress or she'd fold, simple as that. Her brain argued with her heart, but the stronger muscle won, and her feet obeyed. Before she knew it, she was crossing the street and stood before the girl. Ni she said softly. The deepest and probably the saddest brown eyes she'd ever seen looked up and connected with hers, and Mary felt the earth move. This child was her years ago, down to the young eyes full of premature wisdom a girl should not yet have. The skinny snip of a girl also could have been any one of Mary's sisters, other girls taken in by her baba and mama. Girls who, like her, found themselves alone in the world, and were taken advantage of by depraved thugs. The girl backed up, immediately suspicious, as she held her cup to her chest. Mary slid out of her raincoat, then draped it around the bony shoulders and pulled it closed in front. You're giving me your coat? the girl asked, hope evident in her face. Dway, Mary answered and I'll replace the coin that Bully took from you, too. She dug in her pocket, and instead of a coin, she pulled out a five-yuan note. She tucked it into the cup, wishing it could be more. But she couldn't go home empty-handed. Even sedated, her husband would be angry if he thought she'd mishandled their take for the day. shei Shay, the girl whispered, her eyes big as she eyed the bill. Mary crouched down in front of her and touched her hand. So tell me, which gang do you belong to? The girl froze, her eyes widening with fear at the mention of her boss. She'd never give them up. They'd scared her silent, probably with threats of physical harm or even death.